Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. It is May 1st. Welcome to the new month. And that means we are one month of Q2 down. So I hope that you are one third of the way to all of your OKRs and KPIs. If you are the DRI about that particular metric, result, figure or rating. I'm kidding, but really this quarter is flying by. I mean, guys, we're two weeks away from the midpoint of Q2. And that means, yes, we are still in the middle of earnings. And that means that this week we shall hear from, on Monday, Arista, SoFi, and Chegg. Tuesday, according to my own research, will bring us AMD, Uber, and Sprout Social. On Wednesday, HubSpot and Etsy. And then Thursday is going to be busy. We're going to hear from Apple, Shopify, Atlassian, DoorDash, Datadog, Coinbase, Bill.com, Dropbox, Five9, Lyft, and Bumble. And then Friday, not much. Looking backwards, though, last week, Amazon did drop, as we noted on the show, and top lines included slowing growth at AWS and the fact that these big tech companies are rich. So what's on the show today? Well, we're going to kick off with a look at the stock market, the crypto world, then First Republic face planting to start the week. OpenAI is now somehow even richer. And then to close, we have a neat startup round for you, the genesis of all good social media and ARM. Kicking off with stocks, shares are higher today in Asia and they are largely higher in Europe to boot and set to open a little bit lower here in the US and more on why that is happening in just one minute. Now, a quick data point on valuations. The value of software stocks is up this year by a hair, but down thus far in the second quarter. This valuation movement since the start of the year has been pretty modest, so software revenue multiples have contracted a little bit lately due to growth in the cohort of companies that we're looking at. And for the startup founders out there, well, the overall median revenue multiple for public SaaS companies is 5.1x, according to Altimeter's Jam and Ball as of last Friday. So consider that the baseline that you're looking to beat. Next up, we have crypto, and there isn't really that much news to report. Despite a recent trading leg that went lower in the last 24 hours, the price of major crypto tokens is not too changed in the last day or let alone week. Coinbase earnings, I think, are the most important upcoming news item in the world of crypto, not only because we're very curious how the company did in the first quarter, but also recall Coinbase is taking a publicly quarrelsome stance with the SEC over regulation recently. And that makes Coinbase either the lightning rod of the American crypto industry or its guiding light. And I think the way you view that will depend on if you think Coinbase will win or lose its present suit. First Republic Bank, which has been on the brink of collapse in the weeks after the Silicon Valley bank crisis, has finally fallen over. Thankfully, we have seen a relatively quick resolution as we head into its next chapter. Here's the latest. Today, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC, announced that First Republic is being closed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation, that the FDIC was appointed as receiver, and that the FDIC will be selling the assets in question to J.P. Morgan. How much money are we talking about here? Well, First Republic's assets and deposits were worth just over $330 billion combined. TechCrunch reports that the FDIC has also confirmed that deposits will continue to be insured by itself at an estimated cost of about $13 billion to its insurance fund. 
and the deal will cover assets of about $229 billion and about $104 billion worth of deposits. JP Morgan also gets, along with the deal, 84 offices in eight states. And if you were a First Republic customer, congratulations, you now are a JP Morgan Chase customer. What do I think about all this? I'll just say, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of Silicon Valley Bank's actions. Ask yourself this, would we be here today with First Republic if Silicon Valley Bank hadn't screwed up so epically? No. Anyways, everyone saw this coming. No one wanted to be blamed if it did happen. No one wants to be accused of tweeting their way into yet another banking crisis. But here we are all the same. At this point, I'm more worried about banking consolidation here in the U.S. Major banks, as we all know, get away with all sorts of illegal which is not good for consumers and competition more generally. So not a great way to start the week for the economy. And I think that's why the American stock market is down a little bit this morning, because no one really knows what the impacts of this bank failure are going to be more broadly. That said, don't forget that at the very same time, crypto-friendly banks are having their own and seemingly separate set of issues. So there's a lot going on in the world of banking. Who knew that banking was this hard? Here's a surprise for you. Everyone wants to give OpenAI money. Nah, that's not really a surprise. The AI tech company has become what is probably the single buzziest company in Silicon Valley and tech around the world, and that means that TechCrunch has some news. OpenAI, the startup behind the widely used conversational model ChatGPT, has picked up new backers, TechCrunch has learned. VC firms including Tiger Global, Sequoia Capital, Andreessen Horowitz, Thrive, and K2 Global are picking up new shares, according to documents seen by TechCrunch. A source tells us that Founders Fund is also investing. Altogether, the VCs have put in just over $300 million at a valuation of between $27 and $29 billion. Now, this is a separate deal to the Microsoft transaction announced earlier this year. That closed in January, don't forget. Microsoft has put in about, I think, $10 billion, a figure that we did confirm with our source. And this overall transaction with VCs appears to be the tender offer that the journal reported was going to happen, I think, this January. Altogether, outside investors now own about 30% of OpenAI, according to our source. And I will say this, cool. But is this kind of like a venture bet? I mean, kinda, but buying into a company worth $27, $29 billion, I guess you think it's going to go public for like, what, 100, 200 billion? But I'll just say this one last thing. 300 million of 29 billion is not a lot of points of equity ownership. So it doesn't really feel like venture capital. All right, let's talk about startups. And to start, I have a really cool funding round for you. Here's what we have. Allison, a startup out of Israel that analyzes creative work such as typeface, characters, colors, sounds, and text has raised money. The startup takes all that information and then gives the creative team a data-driven creative brief prompt that they can then feed into either generative AI or their human creative team. The company has now raised a $5.1 million pre-seed round from investors that include Andreessen Horowitz, yet again, Crescendo Venture Partners, and Yellowhead. Now, competitors to what Allison is building include Vidmob, Replay, and Visit, so obviously a very busy and competitive space, but this is another example of AI at work, or, you know, the very reason why folks think that open AI is going to be big news. Wrapping up with a few final startup bits and bobs. I have spent the last couple of days tinkering with Blue Sky, which has been honestly very good fun. It's kind of like a very feature light Twitter full of all the weirdos from Twitter's better days. And it doesn't matter if you want to use Blue Sky or not. I know there's a lot of social media out there for you to choose from. 
But what did hit me, though, was that a lot of the funny slash weird slash unique stuff that made Twitter great can actually move to other platforms. And I'm now busy wondering if it's precisely the weirdos and the freaks, you know, my people, in other words, that create the really fertile bed for later social media service growth. I don't know. Think about it. Finally, ARM filed privately to go public in the U.S., according to Reuters provided that this IPO actually does come in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, we finally have our blockbuster offering for the year, or at least one of them. And that is our show for this fine Monday morning. We send all of our affection out to everyone out there. Don't forget, of course, you can follow the show on Twitter. We tweet under the handle Equity Pod. My name is Alex. I tweet under the handle Alex. And on Blue Sky, I'm like other. I have absolutely no idea. Anyways, we'll talk to you soon. We have great shows coming out on Wednesday and Friday. We'll see you then. Equity Mondays are hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm. We're produced by Teresa Locansolo with editing by Kel Keller. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator, Alyssa Stringer leads audience development, and Henry Pickovet manages TechCrunch audio products. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.